All right, welcome to the Friday Night Pregame Podcast. We are coming at you on a Saturday. Division, why are you laughing at me? Nobody needs to know that. <laughs> well, <laughs> the Saturday Night Pregame Podcast is going to come get a cease and desist for us. Nobody needs to know when we record. You're just going to hear it when you hear it. Saturday Night Pregame Podcast. Show yourselves. Yeah, Larry T. Retainer. Follow I'm going to fucking send the link right to their shit. Do it. Let them know that we're coming for them. No, let them know you're talking shit. I am. Apparently, they watch wrestling as well, so... We probably mm, have so a lot they suck. I don't know. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at the FNP Pod on Instagram at Friday Night Pregame. Let's go. Welcome in. So we have to address something. Uh, we're liars. Uh, we said last week that Jim would be back on this week, but due to scheduling conflicts and the fact that this isn't our full-time jobs, unfortunately. Oh, you're moving that TV. Yeah, I want to watch it on the fucking potato as well. <laughs> <laughs> we're watching this game right now. I'm oh like, my god, it looks worse. Two forty, two forty p. If that, it's like one ten p. I have it on a rabbit ear television. It looks, it looks like somebody's at the game streaming it on an Android. <laughs> All right, you still see oh, it. look at that. So just, it's just the three of us here. Uh, Mike, fix say the, hi to the people. I fixed the fire. <laughs> What's going on, people? Brendan, say hi to the people. <laughs> Hello. This week, we're going to jump right into football. So, Mike, what do you got for me? Well, right now... The Bengals are on. The Bengals and the Titans are playing in... in now they're off. In Nashville. <laughs> now they're off because it's it's loading. But this game... So, at this point in recording the show, it's 6 nothing Bengals. The line opened up at minus 4 for Tennessee. The over-under right now is at 42.5. I believe that's what it opened up as as well. But... Tennessee comes into this game full health. I read a stat that Ryan Tannehill only had 10% of his dropbacks this year with Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, and A.J. Brown all being healthy. So they got all three of those guys back. And then the Bengals, I think, are coming in full strength pretty much on their offensive side. But I think they have some injuries on their offensive line uh, that they're dealing with. But at this moment, start of the second quarter, the Bengals are up 6 nothing. First play of the game interception. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice little play action just picked off immediately. Yeah, the Titans look like they're really struggling to get it going right now. I mean, we're just at the beginning of the second quarter, and they have done very little offensively. The Bengals are moving the ball, but they don't seem to be able to convert it into touchdowns. They're sitting at two field goals right now. But yeah, we'll well, see how this goes. Well, yeah, um, every third play, Joe Burrow's on his ass getting sacked. I took the Bengals for this game. I know that the uh, game has already started, but I can prove it. I placed another FNP non-affiliated parlay, and I did take the Bengals in that parlay. So I'll post that later, and that's a that's a no gain. That's a loss. What is this intercept? The celebration everybody does to drag the finger across the nose. I guess since you can't, I guess since you can't do the throat slash, they just moved it up above the <laughs> the mustache area. <laughs> Instead of a throat slash, it's a stash slash. And they're like calling him a pussy and smelling it. Oh. That's possible. Maybe. I, <laughs> Maybe he's got a smelling salt in his glove. <laughs> I was going, that's a good one. Funny. Sunday, I forget what game it was. Somebody was on the sideline, not suited up, sniffing smelling salt. <laughs> it's like, dude, you're not even playing. You're in a sweatshirt. Just want to fucking get hyped. He's got to get jacked. I was like, look at this guy. 
I was going to go. I'm going with the Titans this game. I I'm think. Also going Titans. I think that the Titans here, once things start clicking, they it's just, only a matter of time. Yeah. They struggled. They're, the bank, they're stopping this offense every play. Yeah. They, the Bengals struggled against the Raiders last week, and Tennessee has a far better defense than the, the Raiders does. Struggled too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That as well. But, um, but to I, the staff that you said, they've only had their entire team healthy for 10% offense. of their offensive. Team, uh, their offense has been healthy and played together for 10% of Tannehill's dropbacks. Is that enough for them to be cohesive in this setting? I mean, they're obviously they're home, but is this going to be a, a case of, you know, they just they never got the chance to gel early in the season. They found ways to win. I mean, obviously they play in a pretty bum division. I mean, I think it's, it's going to be a pretty quick turnaround. If, say, the Titans score a touchdown, it's I feel like another Titans touchdown comes soon after. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's six nothing right now. We're we're have one quarter already gone, and the Titans kind of slept through, slept walk through that first quarter. But once they get going, once they get Derrick Henry again, they're, uh, they're rusty off the bye. Yeah, they're rusty off the bye. They're getting a lot of guys back from injury. So I think if uh, as long as the game doesn't get too far away from them, I think that they have a, a good shot of winning. They're doing this a game. good job right now, keeping it close. Close, yeah. yeah. So they're not really they getting. Just need to get the offense point, yeah. moving and. Yeah, and, and three of the Bengals' points came off of a short field, and it was th- they had forty yards to work with, and they moved the ball fifteen yards before yeah. kicking the field goal. And they got helped out because there was a false start on a third down, which offsides, offsides. Yeah, oh no, oh sorry, it was a delay game, and he oh, got sa- yeah, it was a delay game. He got sacked for like fifteen yards, and then they took the delay game penalty for five. <laughs> well, you know, that'll happen. But it's a, it's a before the snap. Yeah. So it had to be it's automatic replay. They're like they didn't, we didn't hear a whistle, but it looks like there was a delay game penalty. Well, this week the rest were told blow the whistle less instead of more. <laughs> there will be less problems. All right, so I got I got the Bengals. Mike, right. are you writing it down? Uh, no, I think it's going to be For pretty. All sixteen of the games that we have to pick today. <laughs> no. All right, moving right along in the night game we got tonight. We have San Francisco plus five and a half at the Packers, forty-seven and a half over under. I was watching. I don't know if you guys watch NFL Network at all. Not during, yeah. not during football games, but they're replaying. Apparently, the not apparently, but the Packers played. Apparently, I was watching this. <laughs> the Packers played the 49ers week three of the season this year, and it was yeah, a really good game. Yeah, it was, it was a really good game. So, if it's any kind of showing of what we're gonna expect, it seems to be like we're have a little bit of a nail biter going down to the last kick of the game, but. <laughs> Each week, Brendan takes more and more components of the microphone off so he can get closer <laughs> yeah, to the fans. I want to see how I sound now without this thing. You're gonna The S's are really going to pick up a lot. Um, <laughs> I'm going to pick. I'll, uh, I'll lift. I'm going to pick the All right, Mike Tyson. The snake, the penguin tonight. <laughs> I'm going the Packers in this game. I think the Packers just have too much <laughs> firepower than the 49ers, and I don't trust Jimmy G. I mean, he's been good. They, he's He has been good. But I'm, taking the, I'm taking the Niners. Really? Yeah. Yep. I think there's going to be an upset. I'm taking the Packers because I think the Niners just barely beat the the fucking Cowboys last week, and both teams were trying to give that game away late. Like, no one wanted to win. The pack, uh, the, the Niners were in charge of that game for, like, the first three quarters, and then... And then did everything they Dak could to Prescott give it away. Just fucking sucks. Oh, my God, Dak, that play. That can't be gifted a game. He sucks. He sucks. I said it all game. He sucks. Yeah. What, how do you even explain that last play? <laughs> I wanted to run the clock out. <laughs> I'm tired of playing <laughs> 
I really don't know. I love Mike McCarthy's quotes after the games. Number one, that play was designed. They practiced that. They practiced quarterback draws with 14 seconds left on on a running clock. It sounds like a McCarthy play. They practiced that. And then when it came out that he wasn't getting fired, he was like, "Yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty happy with that decision. I know how to win." And we were like, "Do you? You lost. Do you? Do you know how to win?" I don't think you know how to win. I mean, we said it. They, I, well, I said it that they're kind of fraudulent with yeah. their high scoring offense. Like, and they played they six games. I was gonna say they have six had six games against the Giants, the Washington Football Team, and the Eagles. Yeah, you're gonna put up a lot of points against those teams. They had. There's no way that that guy knows how to what are all those buttons. <laughs> No, there's, there's, there's 900 buttons there. We don't even know what the... We I, have, we we still, have 11. Each week, we still struggle with these buttons. That dude has 900 buttons. There's no way. That guy was 900. <laughs> Here comes. Yeah. Fucking Julio Jones. I don't want the Julio. That's what that's what the 11 is. It's two jewels on the yep. back of his jersey. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I'm taking the package tonight. I think more than anything, this is like... A legacy season for Rodgers. Like, if he doesn't get it done this year, like... They're going to lose. He's going to go to Pittsburgh. (laughs) I think he's out of there even if they win. Uh, I think he just wants to change the scenery to go somewhere else. But I think this is a big thing for his legacy. Like, if he... All the years where they go to the divisional round, they go to the championship round. I mean, they lost in a Super Bowl... Uh-oh. Oh, Tannehill is limping down the to get field. field. He's running like he's got doo-doo in his shorts. Oh, my God, he's got bubble guts. The Strikes team, again. Don't eat at Chipotle <laughs> in Tennessee. <laughs> at any Chipotle. <laughs> in Tennessee. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, you can go to the ones in Jersey. I do a lot. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're taking the Niners? Too? I am taking the That's Niners. interesting. I'm, I'm, uh, I want to see some upsets. Some upset. <laughs> Some upset. There's definitely going to be one. It's going to be that And my upset is going to be the next game. Anything else? Uh, on? First, no. I, I do need to mention one more thing about this game. This game we're watching or yeah, the Niners? This game we're talking game? to, this wa- we're watching right now. We made it, our picks on it, but we're going to live commentate. No, yeah, we're going to keep jumping back in, in about talking about people. And, mainly, and I'm mainly going to talk about the people in the crowd. This has the second wildest, like, People dressed up in the crowd game. I've seen this playoff. I feel like the Titans aside fans, from the aside from the Cowboys game last week. Did you see the two guys? They, they had to be in their sixties, dressed up in like full costume in the crowd, and like it was very apparent that they were going to lose. And they cut to them in the crowd, and they're both just like sitting there, heads in their hands. Like I can't believe we got up at five in the morning to get dressed up like fucking dickheads, and they're losing again. I feel like the Titan fans. Try to be Raider fans. Like they okay. try to dress up like the black hole. Like you see a lot of the Titan fans wearing almost the same getup, just in Titans colors. Oh, like the shoulder pads and yeah, the Road Warrior. But talking about the Cowboys game, ah, there he goes. One of those guys that they put on camera, oh, the, the guy with the shitty man bun mm-hmm. holding his girl. That's his side chick, and people have been DMing the picture to his to well, his, his ex girlfriend. <laughs> But she addressed it on the internet. I saw. That's funny. hysterical. She said, "I just want people to stop sending me this picture." <laughs> like I know, I saw. It. <laughs> like I know, that's a side chick. He said he ended things with her. What a Clearly not. Haircut. <laughs> Clearly not. And he took a side chick to a very expensive football game with a very inexpensive haircut. <laughs> well, he had to save somewhere. <laughs> That's funny, just getting blown up by national television coverage. That's not the just first time I've seen holding that. Your side, <laughs> I've seen a video of that recently. It was like two dudes. It was a dude 
and a chick at like a hockey game or some shit and the guy in front of them like turns around real fast and he like double takes and the girl like turns her head and tries to hide I it and the guy's that. just like mm. he keeps she, turning around like looking she, at her and she's like fuck she's like <laughs> yeah I've seen one where they put the guy in the jumbotron and he like takes his arm off from around yeah, the girl and yeah. pretends he's not with her look at here it comes that's a terrible place to take your side yeah there's chick. cameras don't, everywhere yeah don't go go to like a mini golf course no one's got Go camera. to a WNBA game. <laughs> there's only one camera there. <laughs> yeah, but there's only one fan. You. <laughs> and whoever lost their many football I know who we, I know where we can go and be completely alone. <laughs> to a WNBA game. Exactly. It's romantic. That's not funny, guys. More people should go to WNBA games. They try hard. Doesn't mean it's good. I'm just... It's not a good product, but they try hard, and I respect what they do. There's a lot of bands in the world that try hard. Doesn't mean they got good music. All right, what do we got for tomorrow games? All right, Sunday, we got two games. We have the first one up. We have... I lost it, sorry. You blew it! <laughs> we have that queued up? I don't. Okay. No. All right, first game up we have tomorrow are the Rams plus two and a half at the Buccaneers. At the 47 and a half over under. The Rams, my pick, came out victorious last week against you guys. Yeah, fuck. They kind of... They... Really, they look really good. Yeah, they really look. I don't know. Who, do you think they look really good? Or do you think the Cardinals look really Cardinals bad? The Cardinals look really bad. Fucking yeah. Cardinals bad. I have to admit, oh my God, they just direct snap to Derrick Henry. And it's a touchdown. And that's yeah. a tutty. This isn't live commentating because it's a fire stick, so this is delayed. This happened <laughs> yeah, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually recording on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Last week, Kyle Murray looked like shit. Yeah, he looked like he looked like absolute shit. Uh, I think it was a mix of that and probably jitters. Uh, I mean, they they look like they looked bad to the last five games of the season. Like, yeah, I mean, the Rams are coming into the game hot. I mean, they lost in the overtime against uh, the Niners. I think it was the end of the season, but and without Hopkins, I mean, you, it's not an excuse, but you can see how a team that was very good offensively and got bailed out a lot by a really good defense would struggle when their number one weapon goes down. Speaking of number one weapon, I forgot to mention this just to kind of backtrack a little bit. I saw, did you see Troy Aikman's comment about how they, Zach only threw to CeeDee Lamb once that game? I did not. I you, saw Troy Aikman being funny, really. I, I addressed that live. I saw Troy um, Aikman being yes. was like, they super salty. Like, they need to start throwing to CeeDee Lamb. They need to give the ball to Pollard and they need to get it out of Dak's hands because mm-hmm. he sucks. He basically said to some, uh, I'm paraphrasing here. He said to some extent that basically like the offensive coordinators are so in their own head with their schemes during this age of football yeah he's like we're back in the day he's like we see a single coverage guy on our best receiver playing eight yards off the ball i'm gonna keep throwing his way until they stop him or do something to stop him he's like cd lamb is getting eight yards of a cushion coverage and he gets targeted once he's like what what are they doing he's like these coordinators are too far into their own schemes yeah because every coordinator wants to be a head coach eventually and the way that you become a head coach sooner than later head coaches are getting younger and the way that you get those interviews and those jobs is being an offensive genius. And I'm using air quotes for that. Yeah. An offensive guru or quarterback whisperer. Like that's how they, they barely, they didn't even complete 60% of their passes. I I forget who Aikman's wide receiver was then, but he's just basically like, if I think it was like Michael Irving, he's like, if Michael Irving was, they're going for two. If Michael Irving was, was a single covered field goal. It was a a penalty on on the the Bengals. He's like, he's like, Michael Irving was five yards. Didn't get it. Right. If he was, he was getting five-yard coverage, like cushion coverage, he's like, I'd be fucking targeting every, every single game, every single play. 
But yeah, I wanted Everybody's to. Got their fucking claws on this one. <laughs> yeah, so I, I just wanted to to bring that back. But for the the Rams Bucks, I I'm going I'm going Rams. I'm sticking with my with my team. They looked really good last week. They Von Miller had like four or five sacks. He looked really yeah. fucking good. It's him and Donald. I think that that's the, that's the recipe to beat Brady is getting pressure in in, in his face. Yeah, get him all pissed off. Yeah, just throwing stuff and yelling at people. So I throwing am, throwing uh, Microsoft. Uh, what are they tablets, called? Tab uh, Microsoft Edge tablets or some tri- S- the Surface Surface pros. Surface Pros. Yeah, <laughs> smashing those up. So I think if they can get to the Tom Brady, only having Gronk and, and Mike Evans as like your primary receivers, I think they'll be able to. Jalen Ramsey will be able to. Do we know what the status of Leonard Fournette is for this game. I do not, but I can. While you guys are making your picks, I'll okay, look it up. While you look that up, I do want to touch one more thing about Troy Aikman. He was pretty pissed. Yeah, and like uh, he was very unhappy that he didn't get to call the Cowboys game. He's a dick. I mean, fuck that shit, because I watched that game on Nickelodeon anyway, and if you chose not to watch the Nickelodeon broadcast, you don't like fun. Because that was fun. There was oh. a slime monster. Or you're just a child. Fuck that. Every time they kicked a field goal or an extra point, no, SpongeBob or Patrick was in the in the in the, the, the goalposts. Fuck that. And then when it went through, they would smile. I it was be fun. My team play on fucking Nickelodeon. I'll tell you that. Oh, I mean, my team is a Nickelodeon team. <laughs> the Dolphins are should have all seventeen games on Nickelodeon. That'd be funny. Candy ass colors in fucking London. Yeah, London games and Nickelodeon. Just you and the Jaguars <laughs> playing back, back to back to back on Nickelodeon. Uh, Leonard Fournette was activated about an hour ago off of IR. No, you heard it here first, guys. Probably not, but definitely not. You won't hear this till fucking Wednesday. No, no. Okay. I discussed uh, if we get through it fast enough, we'll probably just post it. No edits. FNP Raw this week, guys. Raw. FNP Raw. And I'm doing fucking experimental things with the mic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can still, I can still put it through the uh, to make it sound good for you yeah, guys. Yeah, the level. So yeah, I'm going Rams. I think uh, I got to stick oh, with them. What the is going on in this show? Why <laughs> <laughs> are there nine men in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of laugh was that? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> Oh, I went to a sh- I went to a comedy show last night at the garden, and I you still got the giggles. I know. I realized that I la- I like laughed like eight different ways last night. Like ha ha, or then I was like, and then I was like, how do I laugh? Like it got really in my head about it. Like was that the first show at the garden you went to since you threw up there? N- no, we went to the Knicks game. A comedy show. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. You threw up at a comedy show. Did yeah. you see Louis C.K. and this dude was like. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's like he has that dude it's quiet as hell and all of you hear throughout the entire guard is <laughs> and I'm like I keep looking at him like dude are you good he's like <laughs> and he has these hiccups and then the hiccups cause vomiting and he's like <laughs> and everybody everybody in the garden can hear it so it was just like did Louis C.K. start making fun of him no, no we, were, we weren't that far. close oh, we yeah. had really good seats though uh, but no yeah, we were up to the side it was so we went to a lovely restaurant to drink pitchers of sangria before we got on the train. And then we were drinking when we got there, obviously. And Was it Taro's? Yeah. <laughs> no, we were drinking the entire time and we got to our seats and I just got the hiccups. Like, And I was trying to suppress it because I didn't want to get up and miss any of the show. And it was to the point where I was like holding them in and I was tearing. And I'm like... <laughs> and then they... I couldn't hold anyone. So I just had to... I went to the bathroom and like pulled a trigger on myself to get rid of the hiccups and came back and was like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Were you bombed? I, I wasn't bombed. I just like... We drank a lot. 
Yeah, we had like three pitches of sangria. It was just two of us. And then we got on the train. And then we were drinking on the train. We actually took the wrong train. No, that was a different show. That was the Adam Devine show when we ended up at Hackensack. And then we took a $130 Uber. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. We were very drunk for that one. When, and we were, yeah, we decided, we, well, we didn't get off at Sea Caucus. We got off at the wrong station, which ended up sending us back, which dropped, we, it dropped, we, I was like, we gotta get out here. It dropped us off, like, on a street, like, yeah. in Hackensack. Yeah. <laughs> like, we got out and stepped out into the street. We were like, what the fuck? And my first reaction was like, wait, you don't know where we're going? And he's like, no, why would I know? And I was like, you work for transit. He goes, I'm not a conductor. I was like, Fair. I also worked there for like a week. <laughs> like, I didn't know that. <laughs> he knows all the real lines the first <laughs> week. Be, like, I had to study it. Yeah, so we got off the train and we had like an hour and a half till the show started. So we just took an Uber into the city on like a fucking Tuesday. <laughs> we were trash. <laughs> it was very expensive. <laughs> all right, getting back to the game. I'm picking the Rams. Where are you guys going? I'm going to take the Bucks because I just... The Tom Brady experiment doesn't end here. I'm done with his fucking... No, I think so that if... Done. I don't think... I Honestly, think, I, I do like that we're like witnessing history, and to see it go even further would be pretty cool, but... Right, like... It also got kind of just still... It like got very... salty. I got very tired of it when he was with the Patriots. Like, I was done. Like, I didn't want, No, yeah, and like, I just was done... You were done. It's like I had to meet him every year in the playoffs. <laughs> it was even worse. We didn't like, get to the playoffs because we had to meet him twice a year in the regular season. Yeah, but you had to meet the Jets twice a year, too. Yeah, and they were, like, better than us at the time, too. It was a very rough time in my life. I know how you feel. Yeah, things are looking up. But we'll get into that. I don't think there's a way that we don't see. Again, like, this is a legacy year for Aaron Rodgers. And, like, we need... Packers Bucks again next week, and like Rodgers needs to get revenge, and then needs to go and win a Super Bowl. Like so that's the that's the, the NFL sto- needs that. Well, well I'm because s- it's a fucking soap opera once it gets to the playoffs. So I'm gonna throw a stat, you guys. Way I was talking to Connor about Whoa. this early. <laughs> the last eight Super Bowl winners were teams that were either top five in points per game or points per game allowed. There are three teams left of the playoff teams that fit that category it's the bucks it's the chiefs and the bills and the bills the only team that went number one in either of those categories so according to history it's going to be one of those three teams i mean the bills and the chiefs are playing each other in the night game tomorrow night yeah but but the law averages say that it'll be a uh team that doesn't fit that mold is the law averages or is it just the trend i don't know nobody circles the wagons like the buffalo bills that's true too (laughs) but they're going into kansas city but I see that's why I'm I'm get to that game. Well, all right. So you're going. I'm going Rams. You're going. Let's go. See, I I feel like part of me not taking the Ram, taking the Bucks is because I just I don't want it. To, I can't take the Rams. <laughs> well, now, now it's like I'm just going to bet against the Rams. Super Bowl pick is like I'm just happy that my P Super Bowl is over, so I don't care. Now it's time for the Pro Bowl. I'm just going to Pro Bowl. I'm just happy that as Mike's pick goes further and further, he has to watch Odell. Get better, <laughs> better and better on a stage that isn't the job. You know what? I, Dan texted me about that. He's like, so he's like, how do you feel about Odell catching tutties? And I was like, you know what? My resentment for him has shifted just towards the Giants management because, like, they traded him. I mean, he kind of worked his way out from being an asshole. But at least in Cleveland, you were like, yeah, fuck you. You're in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. You wanted out. He, Have yeah. fun in he's, Cleveland. He served, and then yeah. he served his time he served in Ohio. <laughs> yeah, he served his time. He, he, put, he, in, he, he served his time he, in Ohio. He put in the punishment. 
<laughs> so I think he's. Uh, it, it's nice to see him catching touchdowns. Honestly, I feel bad. <laughs> not anymore. Well, no, not now. Now he's in fucking L.A. Yeah, fucking all the dudes and getting shit on by everybody. <laughs> He's getting naked in every hot tub. <laughs> so All right. I'm, uh, I'm not. I'm not a. This is where I don't is, hate him anymore. This is where I pick up some ground on you guys. No, I'm no. You, yeah, one game at a time, Con. <laughs> I got two up. games against you guys this week. You have to. We have to do the. Uh, we do have to tally them. Yeah, tally it up. Yeah. I thought you were doing that like two weeks ago. I did. You were like, I'm going to do it at work. Yeah, I the shitty part is I actually had the time to do it at work that day because we were I had like the uh, the later shift and I finished what I was doing like really quick and instead of just staying on the clock and doing that I was like All right, I'm gonna go home I can go home now could have got paid to do show prep job. yeah and then instead I just came home and watched TV and ate a French bread pizza and then went to bed nice so French bread pizza. Our collective picks are way less important than French bread pizza. Yes. It seems. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you uh, ever had a French bread pizza? Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Probably, obviously not recently enough, otherwise you'd know. <laughs> no, I'll take our pick total over the French bread pizza. Okay. All right. You, I'll, take Ralph, I'll take Ralph's before the picks, though. All right, last game, we got the Bills plus one and a half at the Chiefs. Highest over-under of the divisional games at 54 and a half. I'm going Chiefs here. Nobody circles the wagons. I'm taking the bills. Dude. Me too. I got it. I just have to believe. Like I'm believing. I'm on the Josh Allen train. I yeah. I feel like the Chiefs. Fuck the Chiefs. The Chiefs can't make the Super Bowl every year. Like it does look gross. Dog food. It does look Chipotle gross. commercial in the background. Chipotle and chorizo here. commercial. It looks disgusting. I know. I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> I will eat everything else on the menu. But uh, the Chiefs can't go to the Super White Bowl. White or brown? Brown. No beans. The white rice tastes oh. like soap. No beans. I don't like both. It's a filler. It takes up too much space. I ask for peas. Awesome. <laughs> peas and carrots go together. You're on the Josh Allen train? I don't think the Chiefs can go to the Super Bowl every year. Like, think about the Patriots even at their highest. Like, they didn't make the Super Bowl every year. Like, they were in this week, the divisional, the conference games. But, like, they didn't make it every year. At some point, other teams are just going to be better. And I think this is one of those years. I think the Chiefs, Chiefs have got a lot of weapons. But I think the Bills, this is just, they're going to turn Josh Allen loose tomorrow and let him run havoc on a defense that definitely corrected it. I think they finished uh, number eight in the league. Yeah. But I think Josh Allen, when he's given the keys to the car and they tell him, go do your thing. Like, I mean, yeah, them scoring a touchdown on, what was it, nine straight drives last week? Yeah. Something like that, eight or nine drives. But if, if, he just I mean, hit the John Cena, you can't see me. Joe Burrow just told him, you can't see me at the line. Did you see he, uh, John Cena? Um, he had explained he it. Explained the origin of that. Yeah, he, he, he did that a few years ago, too. It was a different... Uh, he did the dance wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, I was afraid they were going to be able to see it on TV. So, so I just, I, instead of doing this, I did this. <laughs> Another trend. Just John Cena saying Tony Yayo on a fucking... On an interview dressed where he's like dressed like the Peacemaker is funny. Did you, I don't know, did you watch any of the Peacemakers? No. There's a really good rant about Batman. Oh, yeah. The episode is pretty funny. Did you see the runtime for the new Batman? I think all, three movie, hours? I think all, any kind of action superhero movie should be three hours minimum. Yeah? Yeah. If you, if you can't sit through a three hour movie, you're a pussy. Just watch it at home or, or you can watch it in parts. Like, like, hold your fucking piss. How old are you? Like I said last week. 
But this week, you know, it's not for kids, right? Yeah, this Batman is not going to be for kids. I'm not. I'm surprised that it didn't get an R rating. But let me know when you get tickets for that. That's what I said to you last week when we were talking about Jackass. But I think it came out more like. (laughs) 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 I listened to the show back, and you said what? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, the Chiefs. Chiefs have a lot of weapons, but uh, the Bills just have like this grit to them. Like they're a good team. I, I'm, I think the Bills got it. Here. And I don't think the Bills are a team where, like, they're going to be there every year. There's going to be years where, like, they, also, get, they get bumped really in the first see. round. Or there's going to be years where they're, they're probably going to run this division for a while, but the Patriots are going to get better. And I just think this, if the Bills have a chance to do it in any of the upcoming years, like, this is, you got to do it. it now. You got to do it now. I think they, I think they can. I, th- I don't know if they can win it all, but I, I think I see them getting past the Kansas City. Here on out. So yeah. there's another trend with this game. The last five times that they have played each other, the winner of this game has went on to the Super Bowl, but they have lost four out of the five times. And the only time that they won was when Kansas City had won the Super Bowl the one year. So it seems like whoever was winning this game, they're going to get to the next round if history repeats itself again. But it's not likely that they'll win the Super Bowl. But we'll see. Did right. you see the fucking the cap hit Bud Dupree has next year? No. I don't have it pulled up. All right. I you work on that. Because the only – that we did all three games, right? Uh, all four games? Yes. I have – circling back to the the uh, to Buccaneers, Bruce Arians got fined $50,000 for hitting safety Andrew Adams of his own team on the head while Adams was on the field during last week's game. Jalen Rager muffed a punt, and there was a pile – of players that piled on top of each other and Adams went to start pulling players off the pile, which in recent history, that's a penalty. Guys get flagged. Arian said he's not going, says he will appeal it. It was conduct directed towards your player that fell below standards expected by NFL coaches. Arian said, I've seen enough dumb. You can't pull guys off a pile. You just get a big play, great field position. And you start trying to pull a guy off a pile. And I was trying to knock him off that. Oh, shit. So the guys didn't get a penalty. I don't think that you should be hitting players while they're on the field. And I obviously don't think you should be hitting players at all. But if you look back at it, like, him bopping them on the side of the helmet's, like, not, like, a like an egregious thing. But I think... It wasn't a, a It wasn't, like, a violent thing. Yeah, yeah it, it wasn't, wasn't like he was hitting him. He was just telling him, like, dude, stop doing that. You're going to get a flag. But I do think him stepping on the field and doing it on the field is where the fine comes in. This all stems from, thanks, Urban Meyer, like kicking your players and now they're everyone's on high alert for coaches like abusing their players yeah, yeah like defensive coordinator for the Steelers just retired yeah like just now oh yeah would you prefer to be their offensive coordinator retired I would prefer the offensive coordinator dragged across hot poles fair enough <laughs> but uh all right, belly so or back first belly <laughs> uh so the Titans could get out of this deal after year two so they could cut Dupree in 2023, and they'd save 10.6 million of a cap hit. He was a stealer, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he got traded. There. Or, actually, no, he didn't get traded there. He was he was up for contract. Yeah, and they but just didn't bring him back. 2022 season, his cap hit is 19 million. Jesus Christ, That's a lot of fucking money. And his 23 cap hit is 20. So, but they have million. So they have the option to get out of it. So he may get cut. I actually was having, I know it's, uh, or restructured. I know it was, it's baseball talk, but I was actually having this conversation with someone, re- uh, the other day about, uh, Judge moving forward. Like the Yankees are going to have to make a decision this year about Judge. I wouldn't be surprised if, after the lockout happens, 
you find out that uh, they're ready to extend him this year. But I think the Yankees are crazy if they extend him for anything longer than five years without a team option to opt out. But, like, you can even give him, like, that crazy sum of money. Like, yo, we'll give you $270 million. But after the fifth year, we can choose to part ways with you. Because otherwise, they're going to wind up in, like, a Jacoby Ellsbury scenario where, like, they're not physically able to play, but you gave them such a long contract and they'll just refuse to retire that you have to move on and get a different player and you're still going to pay them. Like, because those contracts are guaranteed. Just a conversation I had with a gentleman the other day. Um, a gentleman. At work. Yeah, Bruce Arians. I don't think that Bruce Arians is wrong for what he did, but you can't step on the field, pal. You can't be the 12th man. There's a difference you're between Arians slapping a linebacker in the helmet and kicking a kicker in the hamstring. Yeah, at practice. I mean, it sounds like he's just trying to get the guy's fucking attention. Yeah. He was, like, but hey, like it's still not. Get yeah. on the sideline. Yeah, stop being an idiot. Let's go. It's not like you made him pick out his favorite twig and beat him with it. He's <laughs> <laughs> Joe Jackson. No. <laughs> Adrian Peterson. Obviously, you guys never, you guys never watched that really long. Uh, uh, you guys ever watch that? It's a uh, no, like obviously a, not. You just said there's it. a really long uh, Michael Jackson, Jackson and Jackson Five movie. Yeah, I mean they used to run it on VH1. It would be like five hours long. Everyone knows Joe day. Jackson infamously beat the shit out of his kids, but that's the that's the goal, right? To beat your kids just enough to where they're creative geniuses, but not so or much athletes. that they start to abuse other children. Well, that's what Adrian Peterson was doing. His kid hit another kid with a stick, so so he hit him with a stick. showed him what it was about. Texas, and that's how that's how they're raised. Wish I was back in Texas. Big <laughs> SpongeBob podcast. That that's why I wanted to watch the the Cowboys game on Nickelodeon last week because why? like you're a fucking clown. No, I wanted to see them do a bunch of like Sandy Cheeks cut-ins. Like Cowboys. Know, honestly, if it was anybody else besides Nate Burleson, I might watch it. I just don't like that dude. Yeah, not a fan. I like the. uh the other two that they he's had got on. too many jobs. He's like Boomer size. It's like Boomer, go home. You have a family. <laughs> Why do you want every show? Because he wants to avoid his family. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to jump into UFC now. Uh, we got a big fight tonight. The heavyweight title fight night. The heavyweight title is on the line, and we're unifying an interim title that was won in August. And Francis Ngannou, the current heavyweight champion, has not fought since. He beat Stipe last year. That was we watched I, that fight together, right? Yeah, we watched it down here. I had the, that was when I used to put the projector. Oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. That was like the first fight that we watched. Stipe, my yeah. We actually we'll, we'll get into it, but there's another fight that we actually watched here too. So before we get to that, uh, Davison Figueredo and Brandon Moreno are fighting for the flyweight title tonight. It's the third fight in a trilogy. Uh, it wasn't supposed to be the fight. But Moreno's original opponent pulled out and Figueroa stepped in. In the first fight, it ended in a majority draw. Figueroa came in as champion and retained, obviously, because of the draw. But then June of 2021, so that fight was in December of 2022, uh, December of 2020. And then in June of 2021, they ran it back and Moreno goes up two rounds to none in the first two rounds, and then gets a takedown early in round three, throws the leg hooks in, takes his back very quickly, and before you know it, Figueroa suffered his first loss by by anything other than decision. It was the first time that he was either knocked out or submitted, and he lost via rear naked chokes. Moreno 
then became the uh, flyweight champion. There's a little more tea with this fight. So, Moreno, Brandon Moreno and Henry Cejudo. Henry so Cejudo. They're pushing tea? Yeah. yeah. Brandon Moreno and Henry Cejudo. Henry Cejudo used to be a double champion. He's retired now. He beat Demetrius Johnson. I don't think he beat Demetrius Johnson. I, oh, think, Dem- I think Demetrius Johnson, yeah. I think Demetrius Johnson was just ready to leave the UFC and wasn't going to leave with their belt and go fight at one. One fighting championships is a uh, company in Japan. I didn't. I, I just don't think he was going to take the belt and go fight somewhere else without giving it up. You can believe that. You don't have to believe that. But do you think he decided that? Do you think that was pushed by like Dana White? I don't think that Dana White has the power to do that. I think if Dana White said like, "Hey, do you think you could drop it so we could, you know, build another guy up?" I think Mighty Mouse would turn around and tell him to to buzz off. But I do think that Mighty Mouse may, in the back of his mind, been like, "I have this legacy that's untarnishable. If I give this guy the rub, like." I leave the division better than I found it because I mean, when mighty mouse was running through that division, he was fighting on fight night cards for free on ESPN because you couldn't get people to pay for his pay-per-views because he was just winning so convincingly. And you knew like this guy's fighting, he's winning like that. That's it. I've seen him do the craziest shit. Yeah. Like at Tyson in his prime, it was like Tyson and he was winning crazy ways. I he was fighting the one time he had the guy's back and he threw him up in the air and put him in an arm by arm bar while the guy was still in the air before he hit the ground. And when the guy hit the ground, he locked in an arm bar and made him tap. It was like the craziest shit I ever seen in my life. But uh, so anyway, Henry Cejudo retires. Knock it like big guy knockouts pay more. Yeah, yeah, knockouts pay more. And little guys, little guys doing crazy shit. But they're cool highlights, but they don't sell pay per views. Like Nagano Gain sells pay per views. Nagano has, like, the hardest punch in the world. Yeah. People want to see it thrown. But so, Cejudo Moreno used to be best friends. Uh, Cejudo was a coach on the Ultimate Fighter television show in 2016 against Benavides. So, Team Cejudo got the first pick, and he didn't pick Moreno. Henry Cejudo's claim is that he didn't know that the way that you pick on the show is if he takes the number one overall ranked guy in the, the pool of people, the number 16 guy automatically goes to the other team. And then when the other team picks, you would obviously pick the number two guy. And then the 15 guy goes to Sudo's team and so on and so forth to keep them balanced. Um, so Moreno ends up on Benavidez's team, right? He loses his first fight on the show and gets axed from the show He's off of it. Voted off the aisle. He starts training with Benavides. Uh, if you don't watch The Ultimate Fighter, usually what happens is the two coaches end up fighting a fight after the show is over. It helps build tension, and then you get a, a fight between the two coaches at the end. So Moreno starts training with Benavides. Henry Cejudo takes that as disrespect, but... Again, you can see that the disrespect started a little bit earlier with him not taking him. But then again, you know, if you're Cejudo, why would you take the 16th overall guy, even if he is your boy? Anyway, move on. Cejudo retires. Moreno wins the belt now, right? Henry Cejudo sees him in the back of the arena afterwards. He's congratulating him. Ba, 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 ba. Henry Cejudo, to this point, once he won the belt from Mighty Mouse, kind of adopted this persona online and on the microphone, kind of like a Connor-esque thing, but much cringier, to sell fights, Right. Moreno didn't really like that. His friend had 
changed and started to, you know, do whatever he could to sell fights and whatnot. Blah, 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 blah. So we get to this fight, right? It, Your Italian is really coming out. <laughs> did you have fucking capital today? I had. I did. He did. I had. Uh, so you smelled the capital. I had. I had chicken cutlet and uh, prosciutto. Prosciutto. <laughs> Obviously, the superior Italian meat. Yeah, it's definitely better than it capital. It is. But fast forward, Henry Cejudo is in Davidson Figueroa's corner tonight. He has joined his team to train for this third fight. So now across, so not only do we have a third fight for a trilogy tonight, but there's this extra layer of things. And Cejudo says, I know how to beat Moreno. He's never changed up the way that he's trained or his, his style of fighting. He's got the same combos. He's got the same moves. I'm so gonna, some, we're going to figure out how to beat him. Bad blood. Some bad blood. Uh, years of this has been boiling over. My take on this fight... Oh, I didn't give you the lines. Uh, Brandon Marino, who is the champion right now, is minus 177. Davison Figueroa is plus 145. I got Marino winning this fight. I think it goes the distance. But I think they fought such an even fight the first time around. And Marino got the best of them the second time. I think it's another just brawl, like the first fight. And Marino finds a way to pull it out just because Figueroa is going to be... A little cautious to not get caught this time so he won't fight as free just my opinion just as a quick clarification when you mentioned that henry cejudo had joined figueredo's corner to help train it's just joined for this fight who wasn't yeah, he no, wasn't involved yeah, in just, any of the previous no, fights right just just it's this fight because because moreno won the belt at the last fight i wouldn't be surprised if moreno wins tonight oh mary cejudo may just come out of retirement and we might get Reno versus Cejudo in like some type, not a super fight. I wouldn't call it that, but like we might get, because then again, who knows if this isn't just, you know, the UFC selling a fight again. Yeah. Because what would help his boy better? Moreno wins the trilogy, right? What's his next move? Who does he fight in that division to get a big payday fight? Well, if his boy, his ex-boy Henry Cejudo comes out of retirement, you know, yeah, that's big money. That, head, that headlines a pay-per-view. Yeah. So I got I got Moreno in this fight. Uh, we had I had Jim send me his picks tonight. Uh, he's got Figueroa going tonight. Uh, hold up, let me pull it up. Does see. he have any explanation to that? Uh, hold up, I I had uh, Dfig. I think Dfig comes in and handles business. He got Cejudo in his corner, and that's got to mean something. Is his explanation? Not much, but so whatever. he's going. He's going with the, the storyline of like. His got, boys coming in, his yeah, ex-boys he, coming in and help him give yeah, him he, the tricks of the trade. That, he thinks that Cejudo being in D-Fig's corner is going to be the the tipper for this, but we'll, we'll see. You know, you guys have any thoughts on this from what I've explained to you? Or I'm kind of... You're just excited to watch and see what happens now that I'm, you know a little bit? I'm, I'm excited to see. Um, I think I'm going to go with the underdog. If he's got that extra guy in his corner telling him what to do and giving him the insights, fuck it. I can see the upset. And Figueroa's no slouch. Like, yeah, I mean, if he, he fought, they went to he, distance. He literally and... defended his belt and then fought and defended his belt three weeks later. Like, it's the fastest turnaround in UFC history for a, a title. That's insane. Retention. That's dangerous. Yeah. Well, he won the first fight so quickly that he was medically cleared, and they were like, "Do you want to do it again?" And he was like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> so he fought two title fights in a three-week period. So, Brandon, you got any take on it? No, I'm just, <clears throat> I'm just looking at these uh, 
these titties. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at titties. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna take that they uh they boosted Nagano to win by KO, TKO, or DQ. So that's what we're gonna go into right now, right? Francis Nagano back Logan Paul on one too. No. Francis Nagano versus Cyril Gain for the heavyweight championship. Uh Cyril Gain beat Derek Lewis for the interim title at UFC two sixty five in August. I have one sixty five written down here. That's wild. One sixty five was like fucking six years ago. Nagano beat Stipe in the second fight with Stipe, knocked him out cold. Devastating shit. He hasn't fought since then. That's a bit that's a long layoff. That fight was in March or April of last year. You could back Patty. Patty the Batty. Patty Pemberton. He's not fighting until they're not in the he, UK. But he has a, a barstool bet. No, I know, I know. He's saying, oh, he has a... Yeah, his uh, Nurmagundov, however the fuck you pronounce that last name. Nurmagundov. Nurmagundov. I don't know, that's, that's one of uh, yeah. Khabib's boys. Yeah, Fiera and Figueroa will all win. So Gain is undefeated, 10-0. I was going to say, because I don't know if you mentioned the lines yet, but he's the favorite in this fight. He is. Francis Nagano says the UFC is pushing Gain more because he's still under contract after this fight. And Nagano's in the last fight of his contract. And him and the UFC are in a power struggle right now to move forward. Dana White has even come out and said, like, hey, we'd love to have you here. But if it doesn't work out for us, like... You know, we're not going to give you more than we think is warranted. And so if it doesn't work, good luck with it, whatever else you do. So what's the thing? He just wants more money. He wants to be paid like the heavyweight champion. Yeah, he wants to be paid like a heavyweight yeah. champion that's selling as you many know, pay-per-view buys as he is. You have celebrity boxers like out here making more money than him. It's like... Yeah, okay, that makes sense. But it's not even just that. It's the UFC is, I mean, a cash cow. The amount of... Money that, that money. just the amount of they make money, tons of money they don't spend no money. The amount of money that they have to br- that they bring in, and they just raised the price of pay per views by five bucks for this one. I think they just went up to eighty bucks. I'm gonna go in on these UFC bets. Do it up. I my parlay this week is uh my non FNP. Uh, I just bet these two, and I put the uh the parlay in with the two football games tonight. That's confusing. But one two. Three, four, four of his ten fights, Gain has a finish. They didn't go the distance. TKO, TKO, submission, submission. Is that a lot? Uh, for ten fights, yeah. And for heavyweights, a lot of times heavyweights go the distance because if you don't get a knockout. But it, it says the something. The punch in the world might, though. It, it says something, too, that, like, he can get a sub with a heel hook or an arm triangle. Like, he's not useless if he goes to the ground where some heavyweights are... They don't want to be on the ground. At Isn't all. that Nagano though? Isn't Nagano just like a, a he's a, a, a striker? has worked on his ground game since he lost to Stipe the first time because when he lost to Stipe the first time, Stipe just laid on him for five fucking rounds because he couldn't get up. Like, and if you're Stipe, like, why stand there and get punched in the face by the hardest punch in the fucking company if you could lay on him and he can't get up? Like, just lay on him. It's a great, great strategy. <laughs> Self-preservation. But... I had a little something else. Francis Ngannou in the final fight of his deal. If he wins Saturday, it will trigger a one-year or three-fight championship deal that was built into his contract already. If he loses, he's a restricted free agent for 90 days, but then after those 90 days, he's free to sign anywhere outside of the UFC. 
His current deal is somewhere in the range of five hundred and six hundred thousand dollars per fight guaranteed, and then he gets a cut of the pay per view. But I mean, even if he gets a cut of that, even if he makes one point two million dollars for a fight, like it's criminally low for heavyweight cage fighting. Yeah, and to be the the best heavyweight cage fighter in the world in a company that's bringing in hundreds of millions of dollars a year in pay per view and revenue and ticket sales and fucking merch and just television their deal with espn is worth billions of dollars like they have the money to pay these guys and like to your point you know there's these guys that go out there and fight you know celebrity boxing and can make 50 mil like easy yeah 50 mil to one mil yeah like it's crazy the whole 49 mil (laughs) (laughs) quick math quick math i was gonna say that Uh, he also is looking for an option to box. He wants the option to be able to go out and box. He wants the UFC included in that, too. He says, the UFC's name's slapped on anything. It brings more eyeballs, it brings credibility, and it brings more money. Why wouldn't we all try to make more money, right? Him and Tyson Fury have been chirping at each other. They want to... Oh, Tyson oh, Fury, that would be fucking Tyson awesome. Fury suggested, what if we did... We did it in a boxing ring... But we did it with five ounce UFC gloves. That's crazy. That's insane. It's like a step up from bare knuckle boxing. I would love to see that. I would love to see, and the UFC is crazy. Even Fury's punches with a light glove. Yeah, dude. If you're and if you're the UFC, how do you not like see just dollar signs with this shit? The two biggest, the biggest heavyweight boxer in the world, and the biggest heavyweight MMA fighter in the world, like. How do you just not see that you're going to print fucking money? And it's, you know what it is? They don't want to set a precedent. What is it? If they set this precedent where they start paying guys more, everyone's going to have a claim to why they deserve to get paid more. Why is Connor wanted stock in the fucking company? Because he's like, I am part of, I am the company. I'm the reason it's as big as it fucking is. I'm the reason that when it was sold for $4 billion, I'm the reason that it got that much money. He's not that wrong. He's not wrong I guarantee he brought more fans to UFC than Dana White Oh, him? He definitely did. But like, John Jones makes the same argument. John Jones is like, I'm still in my fucking early 30s and I'm considered the greatest fighter of all time. And that's a very hard argument to have against it because, I mean, outside of all of his you know, troubles out of the octagon, which is, there's a lot of them. He gets punched in the head for a living. But not he, surprised. he is the greatest UFC fighter of all time. Like, it's impossible. You can't argue it. Mm. You can't argue it. Dude, that's a... You <laughs> <laughs> should run that on I'm so Central. Sa- I'm so sad. I uh, uh, they, they announced the home and away games for the Dolphins this past week, and I, like, quickly went through it, and I was like, I see eight wins. I'm like, that's all I saw. I was like, fuck. The Jets are playing in Pittsburgh. I know the pitch. The the uh, they're playing in Miami. They're playing in Miami, and so my wife texted me, and she's like, "Oh, so are we going to Miami?" And I was like, "Depends when it is." Yeah, (laughs) we have a lot going on. Randy was like, "When do you want that game to be?" I said, "December." Yeah, (laughs) he hates it. Um, He prays for September games. He does in Pittsburgh. I got Naganu at plus 125, dude. I think he's just being disrespected a little bit because they're they're back and forth. But like let's not take think, zero gain on like not resigning him. Yeah, let's not take zero gain because now if he if he he loses here he's going to take that 90 day and he's going to opt out and he's not going to talk the, the UFC contracts. holds all the cards. Well, yeah, because 
he wins and he doesn't sign. He goes, I want to get paid more. Now it's kind of like. Well, he says this is the last fight that he's fighting under that deal, but the contract triggers that. But that contract triggers. That championship deal. the, The championship clause in the deal. Like if you're the champion when your deal expires, the UFC still has your rights for either three more fights or one calendar year. Look, if he wins tonight and it's like dominating, like if he goes out there and knocks Cyril Gain out in the first fucking round and it's it's ugly, like when he knocked out Stipe, and I wouldn't expect him to do it in the first round. If Francis is going to knock him out, expect it for the second round. He's going to do what he did with Stipe. He's going to go out there and he's going to feel him out and he's not going to get let himself get ahead of himself. And then in the second round, he's going to come out there and you're going to start seeing him throw some hard punch. Yeah. Yeah, him. It's probably some kind of uh, like French, Cameroon, French. like oh, French, definitely French. Yeah, French colonization Cameroon. of some yeah. African country. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's Cameroon. He's got a wild, the French national. dude. He's got a wild story about <laughs> like Christ. how they he kept Ripping trying people's to, heads off. Nah, he like, looks like he does. He was on Joe Rogan the one time, and he was telling the story about how like they used to try to escape Cameroon, and if you got caught, they'd deport you. But when they deported you, they didn't send you back to like the city or the town that you're from. They just say to the desert. Like, they just dropped you off in the desert and you had to die or get home. When you try to escape Cameroon, they would deport you to where? I don't know. Back to Cameroon. Yeah, I don't know. You got to listen to the episode. Or maybe if you tried to leave Cameroon, they were like, get back here and put you in the desert. Maybe so. Yeah, I don't know. The the episode with Joe Rogan was probably. He's in the new jackass. He is. The guy who is? Yeah. Yeah. He he lays a punch into. uh, Tony Stevo. No. uh, Dave England, I think. Is it Dave England? Who is it? What the fuck is his name? Aaron McGee. Aaron, Aaron. Aaron, whatever. Aaron McGee. Aaron McGee, he's the one in the first one that does the mousetrap thing. Got the missing tooth? Yeah, yeah, Him. yeah, yeah. He's like standing up, like he's in like tidy whities and Francis the guy who walks out and he's like, oh my God. <laughs> and Francis the guy, he's got saw, a mask on. I saw an of, early clip of it. You just see him like wind up. <laughs> we saw, I saw an early clip fucking of it. And they punch him and he's like the so, hardest punch in the fucking world. I saw a clip and they, they show him punch him and then Johnny Knoxville stand off the side. He's like, no, we told you to punch him as hard as you could. And he's like, no, I can't do that. And he's like, <laughs> do it. <laughs> so I got Nagano tonight. I, I just don't think. Danger Aaron. Yeah, Aaron McGee. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. They call him Danger Aaron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy. But, uh. That's okay. Not Spudge. But so, yeah. I, I, who do you, what are you guys thinking tonight? What are you guys thinking? Um, I don't know shit about UFC, so I'm going Francis Nagano. Hopefully, I just want to see a fucking knockout. I mean, yeah. that's, 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 what, that's what everyone's tuning in for, yeah. pal. Exactly. We're we not tuning in for I like a technical took, wrestling match. I just took Nagano in this uh, nine fighter parlay. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you guys, this is like when you guys tell me not to bet all the football games on one parlay. Dude, some I do it every week and like I'm like one or two. All yeah, I know. That's how it always is. I feel like Barstool it always or whoever is. I bet with should pay me out if I lose every game. That's like the same. <laughs> I pick the losers. Like what? I got them all. They, they would start watching your account. Start betting against you. Yeah. The the bet against. I'd be the Con- prop. I'd be the bonus. The bet against Connor bonus. Yeah. So the only other thing I really have on the UFC is Francis wins this fight, right? Or Cyril Gain wins this fight. If Cyril Gain wins this fight and and Francis it doesn't resign like championship name, where does John Jones fit in this? Right. John Jones. Vacated the light heavyweight title in 2020, spent all of 2021 bulking up to move up to heavyweight, and he's having arguments about money, and he had more legal troubles. 
all signs are pointing right now to him fighting this year. He posted recently that he's doing, damn, seven rushing yards in the first half. I've only seen them yeah, rush only, the ball once, maybe. Burrow's getting put on his ass. Yeah, we're, we're looking at they're the, almost doubling their fucking total yards because Joe Burrow's still throwing for over 200 Burrow, yards. Burrow, the Bengals had seven rush yards in the first half, and Joe Burrow's been sacked five times. Yes, they have almost 250 passing yards. That's all they're doing. Every fucking 130 play. for... Yeah, but you, uh, Joe Mixon, like, that... Wow, that was bad stuff. Joe Mixon has been, like, after fucking G.O.B. left, now he's the guy. I always forgot Giovanni Bernard, like, existed. Because any time he was on the Bengals for 11 years. Well, because every year in fantasy, I was just like, oh, Bengals player? Not taking them. So I never really had a real gauge of, like, how old he was. He was just always there. Well, he's old enough to be on the Bucks now. (laughs) The retirement Bucks. John Jones posted recently that he's watching tape for future potential opponents. I think if Gain wins his fight and Naganu doesn't re-sign, or if Naganu wins, he's the next guy up. He's got to be the next guy up, right? Like, how do you not make that fight? Because especially Jones Naganu, I feel like they're well, not even the same type of person. They're not. Naga- J- Jones is going to work him to the ground, and he's Jones. not even going to stand there and bang with him. That's what he's I mean. Gonna, I he's going like to Jones out- will just Jones will has to take that fight to the ground. Yeah, and it's going to be easy for him to take it to the ground, and he's going to have his way with him. That's the scariest fight for Naganu because he's a guy that's his size and can do otherworldly type stuff. At that size. What's the weight difference between light heavyweight and heavyweight? Is it a big jump up for him to kind of go up a weight class like that? Uh, heavyweight max is at 265, but you have to be at least 220, I think. Yeah, I think um, 50 like pounds. 250 right now. 50-pound difference. That's that's a lot. You got to think, if you're if you're the minimum at, two. what was it, 225? 220? Like yeah, I think. Uh, like, that's not that big. Like it's, yeah, of course, that's big, but like. Uh, 186 to 205 is, is light heavyweight. Is light heavyweight so range. Then, so. 206 to 265. Man, he was 208 pounds fighting a 265-pound man. That's a world Those of are difference. very different people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 265 is, is, the max. The, is the max. So if you're heavier than that, what do you do? There's no super heavyweight. You'd be alone. You'd go on a weight. You'd so go, go in and go on the the act. lose some weight. you go on like the Nagano diet. probably has to do to make, one, to make 265. Look at Nagano and think he's like... 250. Yeah, but he's probably working to be 250. Like, his walking around weight, that guy's probably... He's probably 270. Yeah, easy. You can look at him now. He's shredded. Put on, like, some weight. Like, not, like, literally dieting every day. Uh, No, I'm a liar. 225 to 265. Okay, that's a little better. Then (laughs) cruiserweight... 17 pounds more. Cruiserweight is 205 to 225. Light heavyweight's 195 to 205. And But there's no cruiserweight division. You're either light heavyweight or you're heavyweight. So was was John Jones fighting at the no, the light high end? Was he fighting at the high end of light heavyweight? So uh, like, is he jumping up twenty five pounds, or is he jumping up fifty pounds to be in this fucking weight uh, class? Like twenty five pounds. He so he put on like thirty pounds of muscle. That's what it is. When you're that light, you just got to start working out and put on muscle weight. Where these guys are like trying to lose fat. Yeah, I mean, but if you look at like, I mean, you've watched John Jones fight. He's he's lean. Yeah, he's like John a skinny Jones dude. Is, like he had the he had the space to put it all he, on too. Like he was like he, he's now he's the jacked. mold for a UFC fighter. He's yeah, got, he's got the long reach. long legs. He's got like long the Michael arms. Phelps like weird arms, like way down past his knees, yeah. and like he's just the guy. Yeah. So I and if if Naganu wins, right, you got to get that fight done, especially if you think he's going to walk away. <laughs> Because that's the guy that takes the belt off him. Yeah, if you're, and, and then if you let him walk away. If you're if you're Dana White, you turn around and backdoor with John Jones and say, "Listen, this guy's leaving. Get my belt off him, please." 
I'll yep. give you whatever you want. And he goes, okay, boss. And he goes, I'll take picograms of steroids <laughs> and uh, biogenesis. Yeah, fuck it, dude. I, I That's the fight I need to happen. Like, I feel like we're going to be cheated. And right now is the time for it to happen because Nagano's 35. That's what we need. That Nagano's 35. Like College Jones, he's got to be up there, too. 31. Uh, he's been in the be he's been in the league so long. He's been he's in the like, UFC since he's like twenty three though. Yeah, yeah he he's, won the light heavyweight title though so young that he like served a one year suspension. Has, ran over has a taken a, lady. Has taken a bunch. <laughs> of, went back and got his bag of money. Uh, Chased down a purse robber. Punched his wife. Uh, <laughs> he's had quite the story arc. He's a piece of shit. But like whatever. <laughs> he's a he's an anti hero. <laughs> the character development on him. He's an anti hero. <laughs> He's like Venom. <laughs> yeah. He's not the best guy. But he's, he's alright. Uh, John Jones is Didn't, he, didn't somebody get their purse stolen and he like chased him down, beat the guy up? Uh, I don't think he beat that. Uh, would have beaten that. Uh, let's see. John Jones purse. John Jones. No, that's just. That's career earnings. <laughs> yeah, you're getting the purse. Do purse, yeah, yeah. purse robber. No, I'm done with that. I just want to know his fucking age. Uh, fuck you to the week, Mike or Brendan. Why don't you start? I don't have a fuck you of the week. I have a thank you of the week. My thank you is no to the... <laughs> yeah. I had a fuck you of the week before you said it. No, I forget it. My, me now? Oh. My, my thank you of the week, which is kind of a continuation of a fuck you of a week, would be the Giants. They actually fucking did something right and hired the Bills assistant GM. It's Joe Schoen is his name. Me Schoen. 34. John Jones 34. John Jones 34, 35 years old. This is the time to do it, guys. If we're gonna, if we're gonna see it, now's the time to see it. Yeah, Joe Schoen. So thank you for the Giants for actually like not making a fucking horrible decision. He, I'm really like hopeful. I'm back in the cycle of like hope, then belief, and then disappointment. So I'm at the beginning of the Giants cycle again of hope. Um, they are talking about bringing over the Bills' offensive coordinator. Uh, I think it's Dabble is his name. I'm blanking right now. You said Babble. Oh, my mom was like. Oh, I'm going to learn. Ryan Dabble. So I hope he's going to be the next he's head coach. Some Bill's offensive coordinator things. comes from the Bill Belichick coaching tree. But of he kind of he, he, he left but and kind of made his own name for himself with the Bills. I mean, dude, the Bills have been awesome the last few years. So if oh, he – this guy having his fingers in, in turning the fucking Bills around, I, I'm very happy to have that opportunity with the Giants and him running the show. So thank you to the Giants. Nah, fuck you this week. But they've been a habitual – Fuck you the entire season. So, Brendan, keep thinking. I'll tell the story real fast. It's quick. Let's kind of try to like, think of a song while there's a different song playing. It's yeah. impossible. It's gone. My, uh, it no, my, speaking of dabble, my, my mom is like, I'm going to learn Spanish. I was like, okay. You- she's like, I'm going to use Bumble. And I was like, oh, uh, we were like, my family, it was set in like a group chat and we were like, do you mean Babble? If she downloads Bumble, I'm downloading Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> And she goes, why? What's the difference? And we're like, well, one's a dating app. And the other one, Joe Mixon, Tutty. And the other one is where you go to learn different languages. So that's just a funny thing. Uh, my mom's a silly lady. <laughs> so I got two fuck yous this week. And one is, I've, I've done it before, but I, I did it again this week. Uh, it's me doing stuff and then realizing like, fuck, I'm getting old because I'm doing this stuff. I went to Home Depot the other day. That's and cool. got and got really mad because something didn't have a price tag on it, but I wanted to buy it. And then I was like, well, you know what? If it doesn't have a price tag on it, then I, I don't want it. I don't need it. Like, fuck this. 
And then I was walking around shaking displays to see if they were sturdy. Like, I wanted to buy uh, shelves for, like, in there for the pantry area. And I was walking around to these, like, plastic shelves, like, shaking them. Like, that's a, that's a sturdy shelf. I don't know. It's a good one. <laughs> like, and then I uh, I bought a stepladder, and the price was, like, on the ground in front of it. Do you yell at your stepladder that you're not my real ladder? No. <laughs> 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 no but uh there was a price on the ground i was like oh that's a really good price for this ladder like so i go and i scan it <laughs> it's not the price for it it's about 40 dollars more expensive than what i originally were was did you have to carry it to like one of those scanning nope i just bought it i was gonna i'll, I'll never brought it to the register oh yeah i bought it to oh, the then you're, you're, I was you're gonna say too far in. if you brought it to the register you just gotta pay it because you already brought it there you're not gonna bring it and back. i was at self-checkout like i don't know how to Remove the, remove item. the items like and, and then i gotta tell them, there was probably four people working there so yeah there's one lady telling a guy that he couldn't bring his what he had in like his pallet he had like a pallet uh pusher thing uh like a flat you know the flatbed mm-hmm. cart uh and she's like you can't bring that into the self-checkout and the guy's like why and she's like because it's too big and he's like what do you mean and she's like He's like, I know they're big items. And she's like, no, I don't need, like, I don't care. It physically care. will not he, no, fit. He goes, it's only like five items. And she goes, no, not like the amount of things you have. Like, how do you think you're going to wheel that through here? Like, because all the self-checkouts have, like, COVID dividers between them now. So the, the it's very narrow. Like, I got what she was saying. And the guy's like, can I just please bring it through? And she's like, no. <laughs> you're going to hit a bunch of people with it, you dickhead. <laughs> um, oh, I remember. I remember. Okay. Well, I'll finish mine and then I'll. Uh, my second and final fuck you of the week is, so I follow this, I don't really collect, I but I buy a lot of vinyl records, and I've recently gotten into buying more limited edition ones, and... But you don't collect. But I don't, I, so I, I'm starting... Everything over $100 is uh, Connors. Well, so I'm starting to collect them, like, special ones, and I, where I used to just buy, like, whatever, because I, if I like it, I want it, like, add to my collection. I was actually going to go into that record store um, over by, uh... The haircutting uh, by our barber. Uh, barber. Yeah, fuck that shit. You, you ever read the hours on the door? They're open. They open at, like, 4 p.m. They're open today. Yeah, I know. From 4 to, like, 8. I was open. No, they were open 11.30. They were open. Well, maybe they had different Saturday hours. When I went over past it, was... Please don't like you. That's all it is. Yeah. Well, the jokes on them. I'd, I'd go in there and spend three hundred dollars because on I'm one an idiot. Vinyl. Yeah. Well, I did do that. I won't tell my wife that how much I spent, and she doesn't listen to the show. But so I'm like getting into collecting more rare ones, and I'm a very big My Chemical Romance fan, and they put out a box set of these five seven inch records in 2013, right after they broke up, and they only put out a, a handful of them, and I have one single one, but I want the whole box set. And they're really, really expensive on resale now, like $500 for the whole box set. So my brother and I follow this Facebook group of people that sell, uh, like, emo and pop punk vinyls in this Facebook group from their own personal collections of things that they want to just get rid of that they don't use anymore. So my brother texted me yesterday while I'm at work, and he's like, hey, this guy just posted, like, his entire MCR collection, and he's selling the whole fucking thing. Like, message him and see... What he has, he said he was making a spreadsheet. Uh, they might have the box set that you want. I was like, oh, sweet. So I messaged the guy. I was like, hey, do you still have this available? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, man, totally. I'm in the UK, though, so it would be a little more expensive to ship to you because you're in the States. I was like, yeah, man, that's totally fine. I was like, how much for the 
for I, I have number three. I need one, two, four, and five. He's like, well, I was trying to sell the whole box set together, obviously. If I split it up, then I just have this one left over. And I was like, I understand. And like I said, I've kind of come to terms with like, it's going to cost me $500 whether I buy them all singly over time and amass my own collection or if I just buy the box set. So fuck it. I'll just buy the box set, right? So I messaged him. I go, how much do you want? And he goes, 600 pounds. So I go on Google and do the conversion because I don't know how to convert a dollar thirty six to a dollar in my head and then multiply it uh six hundred times to pay for the shipping too. Fuck that. So it came out to eight hundred and fifteen dollars before whatever the shipping was. I would have told him to sit on it. And I laughed at him. Like in Facebook Messenger. I said, ha 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 ha. I typed it out. And then he had this other demo, not a demo record, their first album they ever put out. It was the first song they ever wrote. They they made a seven inch for it. And I was like, oh, this is sick. This would be a really cool collectible to have. And he already told me the price for the other shit. And I was like, just for shits and gigs. How much is the head first for a Halo seven inch? And he goes, 200 pounds. So I did the conversion. $275 for a single seven inch record. It has one song on one side and then it has a live version of another song on the other side. Two seventy one before whatever it costs to ship probably cost fucking thirty dollars minimum to ship it from overseas. Uh, so my fuck you of the week is to that guy. Go eat a, a fucking hemorrhoid infested asshole. I hate <laughs> you. Why would you like go on this thing where like it's it's kind of like a community thing. Like obviously people sell stuff to make a big oh, he's profit. Got it. He's- they they sell stuff to make a profit on it, but like there's a guy that has like limited edition factory press uh, sealed still. Copies of yeah, stuff. but you're way highballing I mean, when you know you can get it in the United States for about five hundred dollars, and he's it's over- still really hard to get it. it. Like you can't get them anymore. Well, he like, probably someone looked, has to be reselling. He them. probably okay, looked at your still, Facebook and found your MCR tattoo filled body. And the price of that, <laughs> though, charged you. The price of that though is looking at about five hundred. He's overcharging by like two hundred dollars, and then you have to ship it. Yeah, got over by like three hundred dollars. Maybe he wanted a haggle. So here's the thing. I get it. Like. It's it's a rare ball, thing. He, oh, look, this guy probably turned around and was like, or Mike's grandfather. This guy turned around and probably was like, I got like ten grand worth of shit that I could sell right now because of. The house. Oh, pick it! Oh, <laughs> he take it back to the house. Ryan Tannehill oh, can't tackle. Tannehill caught him. Oh my god! Oh, Tannehill's hurt. No, he's no, just no, pissed. I, I picked the Titans in this game. I don't know yeah, I don't know why you guys are. Why you're I, I, that's exciting. I like defensive. I like turnovers. So do I. Make the game. So do I too. Because fuck it. It's a flag. Oh, what's the flag? It's, it's definitely at the end of the play. Yeah, it's um, a delay game. So that was my fuck you, uh, that guy, because he's clearly just trying to gouge the shit and make as much money as possible in this Facebook group. That's kind of like trying. We're based a little bit on like community, like you know, mm-hmm. like if you can't find something and I have it and I'm willing to part ways with it, like yeah, I'd sell it to you for a little bit of a markup, but like. Fuck it. Like, if you're going to buy, like, keep it and enjoy it and use it, like, I want someone else to have it if I'm not going to use it. And that's clearly just not what this guy's out there for. He probably, I honestly, the only way that I'd feel comfortable and, like, I hope his dog needs, like, a $10,000 surgery and he's trying to raise the money and he's got to sell this whole collection. Because, honestly, if he's... He could have a kid, too. Fuck that, then. (laughs) I don't feel bad for him, then. I only feel bad if he's got a dog. Um, Until you have a kid. Yeah. Who needs a surgery? Then you can relate. Get insurance. They have free insurance there. They have free health care. No, they don't. <laughs> I don't know what you does. What's your fuck you of the week? My fuck you of the week is Activision <laughs> for selling out to the enemy. 
Activision went and sold their company and all their sub-companies to Microsoft, the bad guys. Yay. So You're PC now. What do you mean, yay? I have Xbox Game Pass, and that oh, basically we, means that I can I have the Netflix of video games and can play, like, we did Call of Duty for the, free. We did just go to, to Best Buy to, so you could get a new Xbox controller yeah. today. Yeah. So, goodbye Sony exclusives and all the COD skins that come along with it, and nothing really that good. More of just the alphas that I get to play before everybody else. But. Yeah, you guys going to have a more stable gaming experience, probably. Yeah, most likely. I'll actually be able to play the game. Did you hear of all like the sexual abuse allegations that came out of oh, yeah. Activision? Yeah, he, the, once they sell, he's, he's, reti- he's resigning. Yeah. They were they were doing they they were, there's a ton of allegations against like Blizzard yeah. for like frat culture like workplace environments and like sexual harassment in the workplace and like well, crazy, you do got, crazy you got to understand and Microsoft's not gonna fucking let any of that shit fly. Well, no, he's once the sale goes through, he's resigning. So well, it's not an excuse, but you do have to understand. I think that all these game developers are fucking nerds, and now they work for these companies and well, like run, so, and they don't know how to be around women. So the whole thing with that was they said, like, the the male game developers were, like, coming in, like, wasted and, like, drinking at work and, like, sexually harassing the female workers there and, like, nobody gave a fuck. And then when they went to the, their superiors, they were just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and it was just like, it's like this whole case in California. It happened actually, like, maybe a couple months ago. But fuck you, Activision, for selling out to Microsoft. Even though it's probably going to be more beneficial, fuck that. Not yeah, I agree. Fuck that. They're also. Uh, they're, I still only play my Nintendo in, Switch. So. They're in the works to take uh, Crash and um, Spyro? Spyro from PlayStation as well. Really? Yeah. So I'm gonna have to get Xbox. They're still gonna be cross. They're gonna be cross, but I'm gonna have to get Xbox. Yeah. I'm only playing come to the dark Switch side. Oh, it's not a it, it's not a fuck you, but I it's a I guess honestly I don't you. know why I'm not like a Microsoft guy like Sony it's fucking horrible. I, it's it's just that you I, I mean you've invested my whole up, life yeah you've grown up PS two so PS three PS four when you started like, PS one yeah like, yeah I started PS one it was like a thing that I had and like I could never turn my back on it now see I, I feel like if when PS three and Xbox three sixty came out, like that was like battle lines are drawn here. Like whichever one you wanted PS3 was that's better. who you went no with. way that's who you rocked PS3 with. You're dude. ridiculous. PS3 was so fucking good. No, dude. Oh my god. Dude, Xbox Live and the party chat system that you guys love doing and everyone loves doing today, that was created and honed by Xbox three sixty. I hate it. I See, don't like I- talking to people. <laughs> See, I, I play was, games at quiet at home. I, I play Mario Golf with you guys on Switch, and I don't go on Discord because you're all like, "Let's talk," and I'm like, "Let's not." I, and I like you guys. You're my <laughs> friends. I don't want to talk to random people. That's a lie. The first time I ever played Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two, I put my headset on, and everyone was yelling at each other, and I got like shell shocked. And I'm like, I don't like this. I love that. <laughs> I yeah, like, I, don't I don't like love this. that. I love it. See, I grew up. I grew up on the N64. Then I went PS2, and then I went Xbox 360. PS2 was a PS2 game. might have been like the greatest game. Console. That that I can agree with. Like that might have been like legitness. that was like I remember that was I had legit. I remember I had my <laughs> PS1 and like there was I like, had a GameCube thrown in there though in that time too. Uh, see, my cousin had a GameCube, so I didn't have to get a GameCube. Yeah, I fuck with GameCube at like McDonald's. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. McDonald's had GameCubes. Yeah, Monkey Ball. That's my Monkey shit. Ball. <laughs> that's a fucking throwback. That's a game. I have it. I bought it when I bought my when I bought a refurbished Wii. I bought a copy of Monkey Ball so I could play it on it. That's that. You, you eat like a cheeseburger from McDonald's and play it. Yeah, I feel Wait, like no. a kid again. 
that's what I'm looking forward to the most with Switch right now uh, is when the GameCube pass comes out. Like they just did the N64 yeah. uh, pack. I don't like that you need that $5 bump on your subscription a month to get that in the Sega one. But once the GameCube one comes out, like totally justifiable. Oh, like, yeah. Like we'll be able to play Dash they online. Just double Dash, Super Mario we'll Strikers, Dash, and Strikers online. They just, uh, they just stopped production of what uh, they stopped production of Xbox Xbox One. Live services. Um, Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty making the Xbox something. I know. I know for Halo. I don't know if this is all Xbox Live for Three Hundred and Sixty, but I know Halo. They like sunsetted their Halo Three and Halo Reach servers on Three Hundred and Sixty, so like you can't play on that system anymore. Online, you can just play yeah. the co-op. Uh, not co-op. The uh, you just play the normal game. Yeah, yeah. You can't play online. They, they they got rid of the multiplayer uh, service for that. They sunsetted them. I think that's what it's called. It's wild. So it says Microsoft discontinues all Xbox One consoles. Yeah, I mean that's their only production. Production is the S and the SE, right? The whatever this the one new one is. Yeah, I forgot. I forget what it's called. What is it? The one that blows vape smoke. <laughs> I don't know. I said no. That was someone is, blowing is the, into it. I mean, you yeah. guys know this more than I do. Is the Xbox just as hard to get as the? Yeah, hundred percent. I saw a couple of like fucking scalpers. Yeah, it's, no, it's I all saw the same Xbox shit. S's. Is that the new one or is that the, the there's last one? there's um I thought the Xboxes were easier to get because they're kind of in source. Oh, I saw the like five of them on the shelf at Walmart in Lodi. I mean, not Lodi in Should Union. Picked them up at Walmart. I went on StockX. I was like, is this the thing that's like selling for like five times the price? Like they're like three ninety nine on the shelf. I was like, are these selling for seven dollars? I don't know. So buy them all the right series there's a series S. S and the Series X. The Series X is like the super expensive one that I think is hard to find. But the S is like the the mid level. Yeah, the the is lower level. Hard to find. I think I think roof. the S isn't as hard to find. The, the one's got pushed to start. The other one's got a regular key. Power windows. Yeah. No. <laughs> no sunroof. The old one has the the other one has the, the fucking cranks. <laughs> That's probably what it was then. But I just, I I forgot to ask you guys because like you guys would know and I, but I was at the Walmart and I was like. Oh, that's like, do they just have these things? And I went over to the PlayStation aisle to see if they had PS5s. So like, do they have these just on the shelf and no one knows? Like, they didn't. So, they also had a lot of Adele vinyl. So, I got out of there. It's um, like one of the only vinyls in my house right now. I'm sorry. I don't listen to them. <laughs> you want to borrow some of mine? No. I got a copy of George Carlin, Class Clown. That's that's also my goal for this year. Is to, but yeah, so fuck Activision. My goal this year is to get more uh, comedy vinyls, like more stand-up vinyls. They're pretty cool. That's it this week, right? Yeah. That's why. That's quick. After you guys gave you a three-hour episode last week, you come back with an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we're gonna we're gonna just run it through the thing and see yeah. what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, guys. Uh, enjoy the I fight tonight. If you're watching, it. It. you got to. Oh, next week we will be just the three of us again. Got to record a little early. My wife's birthday's on Friday, so. And then Saturday is the Royal Rumble. So guess you what? We're not going to move in this podcast off of the day that you pick. It's not my fault. It kind of is your fault. You don't see us moving it because of me and Ben. We haven't had issues. You have. You do nothing. You sit at home <laughs> and watch the NFL Network on days when games are on. <laughs> and you're paying for a fucking wedding, so you can't do anything. And you spent $700 on a fucking PlayStation, so you got to get your money's worth. No, I didn't. I got that retail. What do you know? <laughs> Don't worry. Exactly. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I got a retail, and that's the original version, the not the new one they put out that overheats. Yo, get me. Well, let me in contact with your guy. They don't sell that one anymore. Uh, give me the one that catches fire. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you um, want a PS5? I could definitely 
Uh, I don't know. We'll talk about it. Have a good week, everybody. See ya. Have a good week, everybody. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs>